Joining me now is Dr. Lara Sullivan, Chief Executive Officer of Pixis. Thank you so much for being with us. PYXS is the ticker symbol. Thank you for being with us. Uh, from a startup to a public company, obviously an exciting time in a place where your work is needed most. Tell us a little bit about the company and some of the goals for the year ahead. Thank you for having me here today. Um, Pixis Oncology is a a preclinical oncology company that is focused on advancing treatments for um, difficult to cure cancers using two unique modalities. The first one is called uh, the antibody drug conjugate approach, which essentially means we deliver uh, chemotherapeutics directly to the tumor cell using an antibody to carry that chemo to the tumor. The second approach that we're using is an immunotherapy-based approach, which means we harness the body's natural immune system uh, to fight the cancer directly. And trying to target the tumor using the antibody approach that you talked about, the first of the two um, ways that you're working here, the two modules. Tell me a little bit about how difficult it is to get that type of program on point. So antibody drug conjugates have been around since 2000. The first ADC, that's the abbreviation for it, was approved in 2000 called Mylotarg. It was by Wyeth Pharmaceuticals at the time. So we've spent 20 years as an industry really perfecting this technology, making it um, very safe for patients or safer for patients than it had been in the early years. Um, it's taken the industry a lot of time to figure out the right type of specificity in how to target these tumors. And we've seen an explosion actually of approvals using this modality in the last three years alone, where seven of the 12 ADCs that are on the market were approved since 2019. So in the case of Pixis, uh, we've licensed in technology from Pfizer, uh, which goes all the way back to that first approval uh, from Wyeth of, of Mylotarg that takes advantage of that 20 years of learning um, and allows us to uh, put forward uh, programs uh, that we will be putting into humans in the next two years um, that are uh, we expect to be more specific and therefore to allow uh, for better tolerability for patients. So it's really about a, a tolerability profile and hopefully uh, more efficacious uh, approaches by, by being specific in how we attack the tumors. And I think now with, um COVID, people have become a little more understanding of what it is, antibodies are, or how you're targeting or efficacy or any of that type of stuff, stuff we never really ever talked about as much prior. You're working to treat those and make the life better of those who are suffering from cancers that are um, harder to treat, right? And so this, this IPO, raising over $300 million, help you to extend life, improve life. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, on the right track with that. Is that how you feel? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. We, we were thrilled um, with our fundraising efforts this year uh, with both our Series B and our IPO uh, in 2021. Um, hauling in that that 300 million, as as you mentioned, it's allowing us to progress three ADC programs, and to continue our basic research efforts in immunotherapy as well. So the three programs that we're focused on, um, the first two will attack solid tumors, which means those are tumors of organ systems like breast, oncology, uh, lung, etc. And our third program is focused on uh, blood cancers, uh, leukemias, and lymphoma uh, type of indications. 
So the third program we expect uh, to advance to humans in 2023 and the other, the first two in solid tumors um, next year. The proceeds will be used primarily uh, to fund those programs and to continue the research efforts uh, for the next generation of ADCs as well as the immunotherapies that we're working on. So from startup to publicly traded company, raising capital, an exciting time, right? Lots of growth. And then how do you have scale across the nation, right? You mentioned Pfizer, um, obviously, and some of its therapeutics and how that works with your company from years past, right? And you brought that in. Now what going forward to really, um, you know, how, how do you perceive the competition? I know you compete only against yourself, I'm sure, but... How do you make sure to continue to grow and uh, get more noticed across the country, too? So Pixis, I think, had a very unique um, origin story. Our founding IP, uh, before we even engaged with Pfizer, came out of the University of Chicago in the immunotherapy space. Our original investors came out of Boston, and our chief scientific officer came from, from Maryland, as uh, a former executive at MedImmune, and I came from Pfizer um, out of New York. So the roots of the company tapped into four different ecosystems, biotech and pharma ecosystems, right from the very beginning. And since then, as we've been scaling the company, um, we've added talented colleagues in Chicago, in Seattle, um, down in, in Florida as well. And we, our, our, our mindset really is the best talent uh, for the roles that we need, regardless of where they sit geographically. And I think this is a, a, a sort of a newer mindset post-COVID um, around how to think about talent in, in biotech, where you in the past, you typically saw companies putting a footprint, a brick and mortar footprint in either Boston or San Francisco as the two main hubs. And we started to see other geographies making progress um, right. like New York and Philly. Mm -hmm. But now we're, we're, we're really agnostic to geography and, 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 and as such, we're scaling the company around the right people and um, really embracing this hybrid, hybrid model. It's great to chat with you, Dr. Lara Sullivan, Chief Executive Officer of Pixis. Thank you. Great conversation and congratulations you to you and your team. Thanks so much.